Good morning. Today is Sunday, January 30th, 2022. I was honored to have been invited to speak at a memorial yesterday on the fifth anniversary of the deadly terror attack in Quebec City Mosque that occurred on January 29, 2017. I was unable to accept that invitation as it took place on Shabbos, but this is what I would have said and this is what is in my heart now. As a result of that terror attack, six men were murdered, six widows, 17 orphans, several more wounded, most of them traumatized till today, five years later, plus the survivors and the members of the Quebec City Mosque and far wider Muslims and others grieving a despicable and horrible cruelty. A few days later, I attended a funeral service in Montreal, and I listened to Prime Minister Trudeau, who said, we will rise from this more unified and stronger than before. That is who we are. I think five years later, many Muslims in Canada and many others would question whether that has come true since that time. But for us as Jews, <coughs> it must be true because that is who we are. We can discuss and disagree about various issues or questions between ourselves and the Muslim community. We can hold disagreements, strong disagreements, all that is fine. But the humanity of how we as Jews treat others who are different from us, that humanity is indispensable to what it means to be a Jew. And I felt that on the Friday after the attack as more than a hundred Jews from our community, led by Rabbi Zeitz and by myself, gathered at a mosque in Dollard on Friday to greet people coming to pray, to offer condolences and support. And the sheikh spoke to our group and he said, you have comforted us. A few days after the attack, I traveled by myself to Quebec City to the mosque. I was welcomed there by a group of its leaders and I expressed directly on behalf of our community 
our sorrow, our grieving, and our shared vision of a peaceful, respectful relationship between us. Before my trip, I was warned not to go. I was warned that some at that mosque had made statements in the past critical of Israel. I never found any evidence that this was true, but it didn't matter. Because when a cousin is grieving, even when there are serious disagreements, you go to visit the Shiva house. That is who we are. There was a remarkable article in yesterday's Montreal Gazette written by Rene Brummer. I hope that you read it. If you did not, I urge you to do so. Tells the story of Hakim Shambaz, one of the survivors. And he told this reporter that even a year after the attack, he was still tormented by nightmares and flashbacks. He remembered that on that night he had meant to bring his children with him to the mosque, but decided not to at the last minute. He described the scene of terror and chaos. The shooter was quiet and methodical. Shambaz saw a two-year-old crawling toward her wounded father. He scooped her up, shielding her with his body, and took shelter behind a narrow column. To this day, he said, I don't know what propelled me to do that. He saw Professor Balkasami shot and killed, and then his good friend, Abdakrim Hassan, shot and killed. He saw Abukadar Tabti shot in the head, and Azadin Sufyan, the friendly grocer that all of them knew, executed. It plunged us into a profound anguish. These were people that were very close to us that we saw almost every day at the mosque. And Shambaz recalls that he avoided other people, friends, the media, to try to quell the pain. And then he said, at an event commemorating the one-year anniversary, so that's January 29, 2018. He was approached by Celeste Corcoran. Celeste Corcoran lost both legs in the bombing at the 213 Boston Marathon that killed three and injured more than 260. And she came to Quebec City in January 2018 to support the survivors of that attack. And Shambaz, when he saw this woman, when he met her, he thought to himself, oh my God, I still have legs. And this woman, she doesn't even know us. And she traveled all the way from Boston to Quebec City in January. And the ones who did those bombings in Boston were Muslims. 
and he said at that moment, I saw someone who had been in my place reaching out a hand to us. It was clear to me then and it is clear to me now that we as Jews must reach out our hand in grief and in celebration in friendship. Because the truth is and unfortunately so often this gets lost today but the truth is our religions, our cultures share so much an absolute belief in one God and only one God. The importance of prayer, the importance of modesty, so many similarities in our legal systems. And we share something else. We both have extremists who shame us. And we both have texts that have been taken to rationalize mistreatment. But that is not who we are, neither of us. And something else we share, we are both in a close competition neither of us wants to be in. Which of us in Canada is hated more. Leah Solomon wrote, Conflict is not inevitable. Oppression is not inevitable. Injustice is not inevitable. War is not inevitable. We can never, ever allow ourselves to accept them as such. Allow me to close with these words addressed to the Muslim community and to our community. A quote from a remarkable novel, After the Flood, written by Cassandra Montag. I've lost and will lose the room in my heart will grow with loss and not contract. I am not the shards of broken glass, but the water let loose from it. The uncontainable thing that will not shatter and stay broken. That's who we are. And that is who we must My friends, I want to wish you a good day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.